Unseen Theatre presents Under the Carpet. Act 2, Scene 9. Sixteen months later, on a busy Brooklyn street during morning rush hour, hundreds of people pour into a subway station. George and Fiona are on the sidewalk near the subway entrance. Fiona, I know you can do this. Yes, I need to do this. I, I can do this. I can do this. There is a Utica Avenue bound for train now approaching the station. Please stand away from the platform edge. Holy shit, I, I can't. Fiona, relax. Relax. Nothing will happen. You, you'll be fine. Maybe I should go with you and- No, no, no. I need to do this alone. I can do this. I have to do okay. this. Okay. Fiona starts searching through her bag for her metro card. The next Utica Avenue bound for train will arrive in five minutes. Oh God! The atmosphere and sound of the subway trigger Fiona into a dreamlike state, and in her mind, she's suddenly back on the platform the night she was attacked. <laughs> As images of the evening come flooding back, she remembers being engrossed in her phone and not really paying attention to several drunk Wall Street businessmen, one dressed in an Armani suit, about 20 feet down the platform. <laughs> Well, I can have any girl I want, even her. <laughs> yeah, right, in your dreams. Have you looked in a mirror? <laughs> she's way too hot for you. <laughs> yeah, she's smoking, man. I could tap that, but you guys don't have a chance. Hey, fuck <laughs> you. You don't get any more than I do. Wrong. I get it all the time. You're just jealous. Oh, yeah? Well, watch your new... Senior wealth manager at work. <laughs> this is how it's done, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, this is gonna be good. He's so drunk he won't even remember this. Fiona doesn't notice the man as he quietly walks up behind her, takes out his phone, and gets ready to take a selfie of them. He taps her shoulder. Hey, gorgeous. <gasps> Fiona snaps out of her trance. Honey, honey, you're okay. It's me, George. I'm with you. I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, George. I'm sorry, George. This is really, really hard. I know, honey. Please, why don't you let me take this first ride with you? No, George. I'm ready. All right. If you're sure. Please go before I change my mind. Okay. I'll start walking now, and I'll meet you at the next stop. Okay. Thanks. George crosses the street, and Fiona does not notice that he stops and focuses on her. She tentatively makes a move to go down the stairs. Holding onto the handrail with all her might, she stands paralyzed, dangling one foot above the first step. Several commuters attempt to push past her. Go! Move the fuck out of the way! Move your ass! I can't miss this train! What is wrong with her? Fiona remains motionless and silently stares blankly. I'm gonna be late for work! Move out of the way! Jesus Cristo! These crazies in the city! The next Utica Avenue bound four train will depart in approximately four minutes. Oh no! Oh god! Fiona flashes back to that night on the platform. 
As Fiona looks up in surprise, the man abruptly plants a kiss right on her lips while putting one arm around her shoulder and holding his phone out in front of them. Fiona forcefully shoves him. Get away from me! He falls backward, dropping his phone, and it tumbles onto the tracks and shatters into pieces. Oh, shit! You fucking bitch! I needed that to close a deal with my client tomorrow! You just cost me 20 mil! Fiona begins to slowly back away from the man. Oh, shit! <laughs> he lives on his phone! <laughs> now he's pissed! Yeah, I guess he couldn't close that deal! <laughs> God damn it! I'm not done with you! And fuck you guys! Stop laughing! Get her! Get away from me! The two men obediently head toward Fiona as she starts to run. The third man struggles to his feet, and all three men stumble after her. As Fiona gets near the end of the dimly lit platform, she can now see the exit is closed and under construction. Fuck! 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 The men corner her at the dark end of the platform. Well, now what? Who's gonna make the first move? I am! I told you guys! She wants me! Okay, okay, I'll buy you a new phone! Just please leave! Please, please, here, 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 take, take my money! You're giving me money? <laughs> I, I don't think so! You really fucked me! Give it up, man! She's clearly not into you! Come on, you, you guys, you're just, you're just scaring her. I mean, maybe we should just go, yeah? Yeah, just, just go! You, you don't really want to do this! Hey! Nobody tells me what to do! Fiona tries to run away. The man attempts to stop her, and she elbows him in the gut. Winded, he slumps down. One of the men tries to help him, while the other grabs Fiona by the sleeve of her dress. She fights back blindly, kicking and screaming. The man in the Armani suit recovers and retaliates, punching Fiona in the face, which knocks her against the wall. As she begins to recover from the blow, he lunges toward Fiona and grabs her by the neck. <laughs> no. Overpowered, dazed, and unable to breathe, she stares down at his arms as she makes a final attempt to free herself from his grasp. You're gonna pay! Fiona is dislodged from her trance-like state by a man who harshly bumps into her, rushing by with his briefcase. She turns and walks hurriedly away from the subway station. She gets about halfway down the block and stops, then doubles over as if she is about to be sick. After a moment, she slowly stands up and sees people of all ages walking toward the subway as if it's the most routine thing in the world. Suddenly, she sprints toward the entrance, pushing people out of her way, and then disappears down the stairs. The next Utica Avenue-bound 4 train is now arriving. Please stand away from the platform edge. Fiona runs back up the stairs and emerges on the street. George rushes toward her. They were there. I, they cornered me. I... I, who, I was there? It's okay. It's okay. You're safe. I don't know, but I heard them, all of them, laughing. Fee, maybe this wasn't a good idea to try this today. It's okay. I'll take you home. It's not okay. I couldn't do it. I'm never gonna be normal. I only got to my turnstile. The turnstile, that's great. A giant step. You'll get on next time, you hear me? Maybe. Just take 
me home. End scene. Act 2, Scene 10. Nina's therapy office one week later. Nina and Fiona are deep into the session, and Fiona is animated and distraught. You are not a failure. You said you're sleeping better, and that's good news. It seems like you have adjusted to the new medication. I guess so. I'm still waking up every once in a while, seeing those images and having panic attacks on occasion. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Are you doing the breathing exercises and writing down your thoughts in your notebook? Yes. I write down everything I can remember, but as I told you last week, everything came rushing in. I relived it momentarily, but now... It's a blur again, and I can't remember anything, and it's just a bunch of images and sounds and... Fear often pushes unpleasant memories out of the mind or blocks our ability to recall details. Try not to judge yourself right now. You are doing the work. Give it time. Let's talk more about the images you do remember. Would you be comfortable exploring them a bit? Yes, I could try. Good. So tell me again about what you see. Or if you want to read it from your notebook, that would be fine too. It's up to you. I want to do whatever makes you comfortable. Okay. Well, that same image that often wakes me up happened again recently. As I told you, it's a flickering, bright silver light about the size of a dime. It's so shiny, I can't take my eyes off of it. But this time when I woke up, I had a panic attack and was soaking wet with fear. I'm not sure what it all means. Okay. Can you describe any feelings you had when you saw this silver circular image? Maybe I should read it to you? Sure. Fiona opens her tote, removes a notebook, turns a few pages, and begins to read aloud. It happened again tonight. The same thin, glistening light that seems to flicker comes... And then I start coughing and feel scared. And I I freeze and I feel stuck as if my muscles aren't responding. And then the, the next thing I know, I see myself as a child on a swing in the yard and I feel as if I'm gonna fall off and then everything stops and I can't hear anything. Then I wake up and I notice my heart is beating really fast and I can't seem to breathe well. So I turn on relaxing music and I concentrate on slowing down my breath like Nina taught me. Okay. How do you feel right now? Thirsty and I'm a little shaky and my stomach hurts a little. I can't figure out what it means. Okay, don't worry about that yet. I'm going to ask you to take slow, deep breaths. Drink some water if you'd like. Okay? Another, please. Feeling better? Yes, a little. Good. I know that was difficult. And I appreciate you trusting me to help you through it. 
I think that's enough for today. We're almost near time anyway. If you need a few minutes to yourself, let me know. Otherwise, whenever you're ready, we'll be fine. Do you want some more water? Yes, please. Nina pours her more water. Well, keep writing down things in your notebook. I think you'll see over time that it really helps. I'll see you next week. End scene.